Hey there, beautiful souls! Welcome to Wellnessable, a podcast about learning. This is your friend Mickey Sachiko. Wellnessable is from the words "wellness is possible," which is something I came up with back in 2018 to push myself and others in achieving life and wellness goals. So wherever you are in your journey in achieving those goals, we are in this together, my friend. With the help of different co-hosts on each episode, we'll talk about real-life lessons you can listen to on the go and easily apply in your day-to-day lives. Let's dive into it. Before we dive into our interview, here's our wellness tip for today. If you've been watching the news lately, you've surely heard about the new coronavirus, a new strain of virus that's sweeping across China and spreading to other parts of the world. Here are some Department of Health recommended precautionary measures you can do to avoid catching it. First, practice frequent hand washing. Second, if you have cough, use surgical mask. Third. As much as possible, avoid handshakes. Next, avoid unprotected contact with farm animals, and of course, practice proper cough and sneeze etiquette. And lastly, if symptoms appear, consult a doctor ASAP. Stay well and stay safe, everyone. Now on to our guest for this episode. It's no other than Virginia Bautista. She's an educator turned freelancer ninja turned founder of Phoebe Consulting, which is a sought-after marketing company in the Philippines that helps organizations, companies, and even individuals achieve their career or business goals through personal branding, content marketing, just to name a few. So she's definitely hashtag mentor goals. And she's also a LinkedIn influencer. She's been invited to speak at several events, and that's why in this episode, she will share tips on how to boost your career, as well as her journey juggling being a full-time mom, a wife, and an entrepreneur. Let's hear it. Hey V, thank you so much for being on the show. I really, really appreciate it.、Uh, I know you're a busy woman, <laughs> and、uh, I'm super duper excited for all the things that we will uncover for this、uh, for this short conversation about your career, about your te-、uh, tips, and all that. So just just right off the bat, because we we all know that you're basically a, a LinkedIn influencer. I mean, you've been featured in 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 so many platforms, and you have so many followers in LinkedIn. But I just wanted to really deep dive first into your expertise, which is personal branding.、Mm-hmm. So、mm-hmm. what 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 do you why why do we have to build personal branding and what in this day and age? Okay.、Um, first of all, thank you so much for this opportunity.、Um, thank you because I found you and you found me, and it's all because、yeah. of personal branding on LinkedIn,、yeah. <laughs> and that's what I hope to share with you today. So basically,、mm-hmm. 
Um, what I do now, by the way, I'm a LinkedIn and personal brand strategist. What I do is I help people leverage LinkedIn to build um, their personal brand and eventually land opportunities, whether in business or in their careers. So on your question, a lot of Filipinos actually still don't understand what personal branding is because this is a Western concept. So um, let me give a simple definition. So personal branding, it's, is, it is a process. So when we say it's a process, it doesn't happen overnight. It's a process yeah. by which we promote ourselves and our careers to attract relevant opportunities. And to make it even simpler, personal brand is simply our reputation. All of us have a reputation. All of us are, have our own personal brand. But the thing is, some people would want to manage their brand so that they are perceived the way they want to be perceived. But some people, they just don't care. But start with Googling your name. When you go to Google search, type your name, whatever you see, that's your online reputation. That's your personal brand. And now, so when we do personal branding, it helps us magnify our presence and increase our visibility. With increased visibility and trust, we can attract the right opportunities at scale. So mm-hmm. we're not just relying on, um, what's this, word of mouth. We're relying on the use of social media and other platforms, in my case, LinkedIn, so that more people will know who we are what we do and why we do what we do. I love that. Like, especially the part when you said that, you know, this is a really good way to attract opportunities and not just rely on, on word of the mouth. You know what? I, I, the other thing that I'm really excited um, that you would be, hopefully you would be kindly shared to our audience is because I know that when you create contents, like it really garner a lot of, a lot of views on LinkedIn and when you speak at events, like people, you know, people really listen. Even one of my idols, like uh, uh, Gina Romero, even like I saw a post about, uh, about about you by her. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. And Gina is, we all know Gina, she's uh, another influencer. Yeah. So like, how, how do you actually, like when you have that so much following, when you have so many audience looking forward to your contents, like, um, how do you strategize, you know, contents like to make it really basically, you know, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say viral, but I would say like relatable to to your audience, because mm-hmm. I think this is going to help a lot of uh, millennials, a lot of working professionals when they're about to jump into creating their personal brand. Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you, because I know that a lot of people before they start. Uh, before they go to LinkedIn or other platforms, the first thing they think about is that they want to go viral. But that's mm. not what I teach people. I don't teach people how to go viral, so I don't do that for myself. But mm. what I teach people and what I do is that I build relationship with people. Because when you mm-hmm. go viral, that that mm-hmm. goes, you know, when you go viral, that could be just a one-time thing. It mm. gets viral. And then after that, it subsides. And then you oh, lose yeah. all of the people because all the people who liked and commented on your on your on your post because it has gone viral, they are random people. But when mm-hmm. you build your personal brand, when you take it one step at a time, you get to build a tribe, and the tribe wow. will always be there. 
when you're not there, believe me, they are the ones who will contact you. Because I've been uh, out uh, out of LinkedIn for like two to three months because of health issue, and they are the ones who contacted me. That's when wow. you know that you have a tribe. You don't look for likes; they are the ones who come to you and ask well, you, I, uh, "What's yeah. going on? We didn't see you for a couple of days." Wow, I like that. It means you've really established your credibility and basically that. You know that personal brand that you were trying to do on LinkedIn, and you know the moment you they didn't hear from you, they started yes. wondering, "Hey, yeah. I missed your content and things like that." Right? That's awesome. <laughs> and you know what? That's that's one of the reasons that you will feel more motivated to go there to the platform oh. to share content because you know there's a tribe waiting for you. And how were how were you able? For example, in my case, how was I able to build this tribe? I don't tell them they are my tribe, but I can feel that, and I'm sure they feel that because they know um, when I'm not there. They know when I'm not when I'm there. So how am I able to? Do, yeah. How am I, how was I able to build that? When I was starting, I helped a lot of people for free. A lot of people mm. to the point that others were already asking me, "Why are you helping them? Why does why not just come up with a program and let them enroll and let them pay and so and so?" When I was starting, I, I was not even thinking about selling something because all mm. I wanted was to help them. Because mm. when you help them, you know, there's a fulfillment right there. At the end of the day, yeah. it isn't really the money that will make you happy. But, you know, when you help people. And then I I just, I realized, I discovered that the more you help people, the more that, the more that they will help you. You don't even have to tell them what you need. Sometimes I'm thinking of something and... They will just message me and offer something. Mm, you know, I wow. could no longer count how many virtual coffee <laughs> I have received because they wanted to give me coffee. If only you were here, I'll treat you for coffee, something like that. And, it's, you know, it's really inspiring that, you know, they learn from my content and I see it, them applying it. Uh-huh. It's different. Mm. By the way, I'm part of your tribe. Like, I love <laughs> your content. <laughs> And that's why, yeah, I'm so thrilled that you're on the show because I wanted the, the, you know, the listeners of this show to know how awesome you are. And I want them to also learn at least via short, you know, phone call that we're making right now. And hopefully, you know, they can be part of your tribe as well so that they continue, you know, be inspired by your post as well and learn from from you and what you do and all that. Um, Speaking of, you mentioned about the start when you when you were starting, you were offering this free services um i just wanted to like like see how can you walk us through how you started because i know we we both took up journalism uh, mass communications in college i mean I not in it. same yeah <laughs> just in <laughs> trivia i mean like uh <laughs> how can you walk us through like what 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 made you decide to jump into this like uh you know um business consulting um career like what led you to that it's a long journey, but yeah. it's the kind of journey that I really want to keep telling over and over to myself, to my kids, and to people we meet, people I meet. Because uh-huh. whenever I look back, I look at my old self. I call it my uh-huh. old self, and and then my new self now. And I had reinvented myself. I did that three times with the help of oh. LinkedIn. So uh-huh. this is how I started. This I'll, I'll make it really short. Um, so I graduated. We're, we're all both AB journalism, right? Yeah. That was um, ma- Mascom. Mascom, yeah. 
my stomach. So my, but I, I have a major, so that's journalism. Ah, okay. That was in 1998. After that, I taught college for more than 11 years. And I was also the chair of the communication department, chair of the communication program. Uh-huh. It was more than 11 years. And then 2008, I, I had a chance to work as a freelance writer on the side. So it was like I was teaching full time from 8 o'clock until 5 o'clock. 6 to 9, I was teaching ESL, English as Second Language, to Korean students. Mm. That's face-to-face. And then the whole night when I have deadlines, I was writing. I was a freelance writer. Then, wow. And then, you know what? I discovered I love, I really loved writing because that's the first thing that I want, I love to do. So I oh. thought, I discovered, oh, there are people who will pay me dollars for writing, for doing what I love doing. How's that? <laughs> so... <laughs> In 2010, in 2010, I decided to leave the academia. So I resigned from teaching. So everybody was asking me because when you're already in a particular job for more than 10 years, more or less you're already established. Yeah. Yes. Already established. So it's hard to leave what you have been used to. But at that time, I thought that if I stayed, that would be much more riskier for me. To them, it's a risk to leave. Actually, when I looked at it, it was a risk for me to leave the academia in 2010. Back then, I had three kids. And because I was in the academia, I I was enjoying 100% free tuition for all of my kids. So imagine I would lose that. And imagine how expensive education is in the Philippines. So (laughs) that was the first thing. But I thought I have to go because I felt that um, I was no longer for fulfilled at that time. I was looking for something, but I, I don't know what I was looking for. So I got an opportunity to work as independent contractor. It's a work from home setup for uh, with a company based in Singapore. That company was a startup back then. And then mm-hmm. I stayed there for six years. That was where I learned all of the skills that I have now as an independent contractor and freelancer. And then 2016, I left the company. I became a full-time freelancer and also independent contractor in another company, US-based this time. And yeah, around 2017 was a game changer for me. By the way, 2016, um, Uh that was the time that I already reached that six-figure a month. When I was in the academe, I knew I wouldn't be able to do that because no matter how hard I work, no money, no matter how many hours I put in, there's just no way you can earn mm-hmm. that in the Philippines. Find mm-hmm. stats, <laughs> you know, we have to pay a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, but that's true. Freelance writing, remote work. I was at home. I was with my kids 24/7, and yet I reached that um, that that um, figures in 2016. The mm-hmm. game changer wow. for me was in 2017 because I was consistently posting on LinkedIn and one day a Forbes contributor liked one of my posts and then he oh. messaged me and he asked me a lot of questions. Like He said, um, I saw in your profile that your clients are mostly from the U.S. How are you able to get clients from the U.S. and knowing that you're from the Philippines? And then I answered all of these questions. And then in the end, he said, would you like to collaborate with me on an article for Forbes? I was nervous because I thought, I don't know. I, I, I didn't believe my story was worth a Forbes story. 
And mm. he said, of course it is. Then we worked on it. So we had another wow. one. Yeah. We have a second feature on Forbes and that changed everything for me. Wow. I love that. I love that uh, that milestone right there that you just mentioned. I mean, that's that's a real that's something that that you should be really proud of. I mean, from you know from from the switch that you did there for your career and then doing the freelancer and then and then 2017 you're earning six figure already. Um, 2016. Yeah. 2016. That's amazing. All right. Well, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of um, you know, Filipinos or even non-Filipinos who might be listening to the show, um, you know, because I think that's inevitable that we are always transitioning to, to you know, the remote jobs. I mean, right. most mm-hmm. of people are are still clueless and, you know, how to do that. And they're looking for people like you to learn from you. And I think, uh, I, I mean, you have so many things to share, but of course, uh, you know, this is a very quick conversation, but, um, but what, what's, what's mm-hmm. your like top, I mean, I mean, like maybe top two tips for those who wanted to, to, you know, basically switch to becoming a, a freelancer or a remote worker, basically, or having an okay. online business, perhaps. Online business. Number one, you have to be willing to learn, learn everything, because what I do now, none of what, everything that I do now, I didn't learn them from school. You know, we were taught that you get a good education and then you're safe. That's no longer true. You yeah. can succeed, you can thrive even without a diploma. That's so true. I think as mom, as a mom, the best gift that we can give our children is the gift of having the right mindset. It's not oh, diploma. Okay. Most yeah. parents, Filipino parents will say, okay, magtapos ka, then you graduate and then you you will have a good job. That's no longer true. So give your children the gift of having the right mindset, having the right attitude towards a lot of things, towards mm-hmm. finances, towards their dreams, you know, the mm-hmm. wellness, all the dimensions of wellness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The diploma won't cut to make the cut anymore. Give them the right mindset. So what yeah. I do um, when I read books, I give them and I share them with my kids. So my kids know Jack Hanfield because my life mm-hmm. changed in 2008 when I read his book, when I was exposed to law, law, the, the law of attraction. Law of attraction, yeah. wow. So <laughs> yeah, they understand. Yeah. When they, they understand what's going on. There was even a time, Mickey, when I was sharing this mm-hmm. with my daughter. She was in high school back then. And when I talked to her about the law of attraction, she said, Oh, so that's law of attraction. All the while, I thought I have a superpower. <laughs> because she said everything she was thinking is happening. She said, so it came to a point that she was already afraid to think about someone because he does, she doesn't want to attract that someone. Then I told her, you don't have a superpower. That's the law of attraction. And so they become more aware. They're more yeah. conscious of how they act, how they feel, and how they deal with people around them. So on your question, let me answer that very quickly. If people want to do remote work, number one is learning. We can learn everything now, and that's true. And number two, whenever you are stuck, whether in career, relationship, or what have you, do everything you can to get out of it. You have to get out. I know a Filipino mindset is like you're patient and you're trying to, what's that? You're trying to please everyone so you don't listen to your own voice. That was also my problem. When I was in the 20s to 30s in the academe, I enjoyed teaching. I loved my students. 
But I know deep in my heart that this is not what I wanted to do because I was teaching college students. I saw them graduate. I saw them had a family. Um, I saw them buy their cars, their things like this. But when I look at myself, what have I done? Mm. I mean, I had grown a lot of college students, but I haven't done much for myself. Because when I'm home, I have kids, of course. Um, when I'm in school, I'm busy. So that was a turning point for me. Nothing is left at the end of the day. So I realized I have to get out of it. It's not the environment that I want to stay longer. So my my tip there, especially for young professionals, when you feel like you're stuck in your career, do whatever it takes to get out. Get out of your comfort zone. It doesn't mean that you resign, okay? It doesn't mean that you quit. It only means stop doing what you've always been doing if you want different results. Wow, it could just be a change of circle of friends. It could mm -hmm. just be getting rid of the people who are not supportive of you. I also mm -hmm. discovered that. I have people who surround me and then some of them won't believe me. Some of them would believe me. And I made wow. a deliberate effort to get rid of those people. Mm -hmm. Not get rid literally, but <laughs> I I chose not to not to yeah, mingle with leave them. them behind. Yeah, yeah, I chose not to mingle with them anymore. Oh, well, and I then love spower tips. Yeah, let's learn new skills. Because oh yeah. Because mm -hmm. what I've learned is that when you learn new skills, you become more confident. I mentioned that in 2016, I reached just six figures, right? I mentioned mm -hmm. that, yes. but how did I get that? When I saw, when someone approached me on LinkedIn, they found me on LinkedIn, they offered me, they offered me a position. I had a job back then, I was happy. But then when they offered me this, I knew, um, at first I thought I can't do this. Because I, many of the job descriptions that they mentioned, I don't know how to do that. I'm, I have an idea, but I haven't done that. So I haven't done content strategy back then. So, but I knew I wanted the transition. So what did I do? I got um, premium service of LinkedIn, the premium career for $29.99. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then I enrolled in one full course, like I think nine yeah. videos. I studied the whole course right before the interview. I wanted to yeah. get the interview. It only cost yeah. me $29.99, but I got so much more after that because I got the job. That's a great ROI right there. <laughs> great ROI and it's instant because I really wanted to get it. It's the question of how badly do you want change? How badly do you want something? Because when you know that you want something so badly, you will do everything. You will invest in yourself. Because I know most Filipinos, for mentors, they don't want to spend. Coaches, they don't want to spend. They think it's an, they think it's expense, but actually it's an investment. So investment, keep learning. Yeah. Learning from mentors, learning from online courses, whether free or paid, it doesn't matter. Just learn new things every single day. And you will be grateful you did that. Yeah, that's so true. I, I love that you you really put emphasis on the value of investing on, you know, online courses or getting in some mentors and all that so right. I super love that and of course the other tips that you've given I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that or will find value into that um, we'll just pause for a quick break um, V uh, I can't wait to hear some of your um, <laughs> wisdom and nuggets uh, we'll just uh, we'll be right back
So there's someone else I'd love to introduce to you guys. They're a group of creative professionals who've mastered the food storytelling techniques for different food businesses, hotels, and even food brands. And they're called Food Manila Studios. If you have a food and beverage business, your brand should be screaming, it's showtime every single time. And the best way to do that is by having irresistibly delicious content for your products to really capture your customer's attention. Now, what's great about Food Manila Studios is that not only that they are a trusted partner of several small to big brands for their photography, videography, and creative uh, needs, they also curate workshops to share their best practices for food entrepreneurs and digital creatives. So if you want to take your food business to the next level, you gotta visit their website. It's foodmnlstudios.com and book your Food Manila Studios experience. Hey, well, welcome back, guys. We're still here with V, the amazing Virginia Bautista, a LinkedIn influencer. And we are going to deep dive into her personal life about being a super mom, basically. <laughs> I have to say that because V, I mean, you've, you're, you're juggling um, being a mom of five kids and a wife and obviously mm-hmm. running your own online business and mentoring other people and sharing your golden nuggets in LinkedIn and all that, etc., etc. So I wanted to really um, ask you, how are you basically doing your, you know, your, do you have any health routines to keep up your energy and all that? Health routine, I don't know. (laughs) I was able to do everything because I had five kids. You know what? Every time I have, each kid is a blessing. And imagine having five kids means having blessings five times, five times the blessing. Whenever I feel bad, my kids are there. They make me feel good. Um, They make me coffee. That's my happiness. (laughs) And they're always there. When they know that I'm so busy, I do a lot of things, they would come to me. "Uh, Mom, would you like to um, go out? Or do you want to have movie night or something like that? That's the secret. Plus, there's a plus of five plus one, my husband. Having a, the real secret is having a supported, supportive spouse. I know I won't be able to do all of this without him. It mm. took us a while to to have that rhythm, you know, to have that rhythm on how we could help each other. But when we found the spot, the the, the sweet spot, uh-huh. I thrived because he supported me all the way. And I've talked to a lot of moms, and many of those I've talked to. Their number one problem is that they could not get their husbands into, to buy in what they do. I mean, they're doing it on their own. And sometimes they have to justify to their spouses why they're doing this and they're doing that. But I'm lucky because my husband understands everything that I do. And he's very supportive. So having five kids plus a supportive husband, I think that's the key. Well, I mean, you've got basically that's like uh, like you know, fat, hashtag family goals right there. So it's pretty amazing. So I'm not surprised that you're able to juggle so many things at the same time because you've got supportive family. So that's 
good good for you so I'm, I'm just wondering like um you know with with all the things that you've done and all the milestones you've basically achieved like what's next for you V like any exciting things that we should be looking forward after we after the listeners followed you on LinkedIn or other social media platforms what's next for me yeah <laughs> um, when I created my my goals for this year I'm really surprised at myself but basically um, I want to focus on growing VB consulting this year because I see the potential and I see how I could get to the next level I just need to be consistent I just need to build the team to grow my team because one of the most difficult things for me is to delegate meaning I want things done my way and these standards you know it's hard but I can't do that alone so what I learned is that I have to have people also besides my family who would be there to support me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then I also hope that uh, if I if I may add this, mm-hmm. um, uh, my sure. wish really for the Philippines last year, when I on my branding on LinkedIn, I really focused on the Philippines because I've seen a lot of Filipinos who are stuck in their career. I see a mm-hmm. lot of Filipinos who are experiencing what they call a quarter life crisis. Like mm-hmm. they get a job, they have a job, they're busy, they work so many hours they put in so many hours when they go home they're not happy when they yeah. see their paycheck they're not happy and they're always waiting for the 30th and the 15th and there's no fulfillment whatsoever but what I want to tell them is that I've been there and I'm just so happy that I discovered a path in which which allowed me to create the kind of lifestyle that I want the kind of success that I want. I call it success because, as you know, success really depends on how we define it. But yes, that's right. Right. In my case, I see myself now as successful compared to my own self, not compared with other people outside of myself, but compared with my own self. So mm-hmm. if you think you're better now compared to your own self, then you are successful. Just I stop, like how you put that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just stop comparing yourself with others because we have our own journey. We have our own race. We have different goals. And that is why I always tell Filipinos, fellow Filipinos, don't believe those people who don't know your goals. If they criticize you, ask yourself, should you listen to them? Listen to them only if they know your goals, they know who you are, they know what you do, and they know exactly why you do what you do. If they don't know those things, don't listen to them. And I assure you, the only person who knows that is you, no one else. So we have to build our personal brand. It doesn't matter whether it's on LinkedIn, on Facebook, or elsewhere. Because when we get to build our personal brand, the the thing that we develop is self-confidence. And self-confidence is the key to any sort of success, whether in family, in relationship, in career, or in business. This is what I want. I hope that the young professionals in the Philippines would realize. So don't get yourself stuck. Do whatever it takes to get out of it and then love yourself. Wow, I love it. You are just really oozing with so many, so many 
you know, um, advice that are just really powerful. And I think a lot of listeners need to hear this, especially the part when you said that uh, a lot of our working professionals nowadays are not really finding fulfillment with their current job. And they're just, you know, they just need to hear that. And I hope, guys, for the listeners, if you haven't followed her, please do so because you will find her contents really amazing. Go to her website, virginiabautista.com, and follow her on LinkedIn or Facebook or wherever you prefer it because you're you're not going to regret it. Um, v, I really appreciate everything that you've shared from the mindset setting, from, you know, basically the the personal branding and on your journey of a, about your career and all that in the tips i really appreciate it um yeah i can't wait Thank to <laughs> be watching you again seeing so many of your events or speaking engagements and all that so i wish you all the best uh, thank you so much for being in the show Thank you so much, Mika. I'm also following you because you know what? One of my goals this year is to really be all in in terms of health and wellness. Oh! So I'm following you. <laughs> so thank you for sharing you. Um, content that encourages uh-huh. me and motivates me really to take health and wellness seriously. Oh, Wellnessable. So wellness is possible. Thank you so yes. much. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for that. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. If you learned something from this episode or if you have any valuable lessons you wanted to share to us, remember lessons learned are worth sharing. So please let us know by posting it on your social media accounts and use hashtag hashtag and we might just have a special feature for you on our next episode. Until next time, beautiful souls, keep growing, keep hustling, and keep learning. <laughs>